0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take coffee, shoes, and socks and
1: run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How you
2: doing, buddy? I'm I'm doing good. Um, I know I know the kind of universal understanding is that like nobody wants to hear about your dreams. Right. You you know everybody's excited to tell you about a funny dream they had, and then like it's just you know they don't have stories and you know things that are funny in your head. I just don't like black and white movies. Sure, <laughs> I'm not sure I get that. Is that a thing? Right, you're supposed to dream in black and white. Oh, um, I don't know. I've never heard that before. I'm I'm full Technicolor, baby. Okay, go ahead. I'm I'm Dorothy waking up in Oz. That's what are that's, we talking about? IMAX. Okay, oh, oh, full IMAX. Yes, yeah. IMAX 3D. <laughs> right. It's Blue Beetle in my dreams, yep. shot for IMAX. Yep. Get a uh, headache forty minutes in. Right, yeah, you you know you got to sit in the back. Vertigo, you're craning your neck upward to see my dreams. Anyway, yeah. here, let me tell you about these dreams. I, they're short. I think they're actually funny. Okay. One of them involves you. Oh. I think we're gonna like them. Well, I'm excited just to be. I'm excited to be a featured player. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for those residual checks. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be small, but you're gonna be getting
1: them for years. All I dream about are fully dressed turkeys. <laughs> Well, it's because since I've been living on that desert island, anyway. Sure, yeah.
2: <laughs> Sometimes your friend turns into one. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so dream number one. I'll do the one that involves you first. Okay. Um, You and me are having dinner with Willem Dafoe. Okay, <laughs> this is good so far. He's eating shrimp. Right. <laughs> a big plate of shrimp. And before he eats- he- what, t- what style of shrimp? I think these are raw shrimp, if I'm remembering my dream correctly. Yeah, I mean, you got a dick like that. You eat your shrimp raw. Absolutely. Um, Before he eats each shrimp, he picks it up in his hand. He crushes it and throws it in his mouth. (laughs) That's dream one. (laughs) And we're just listening to him. Like a juicer kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. Dream two, uh, I stop at a red light. James Cameron pulls up next to me, <laughs> yeah, and we just look at each other and start chanting "USA,
1: USA." <laughs> do, That's you a, it. do you have a like a dream journal or no, this? This podcast is my dream journal. Jesse, had Willem Dafoe been coming up in your thoughts? For no, some reason? I haven't.
2: I haven't seen a Willem Dafoe movie in a while. Um yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, maybe just a reminder to appreciate the work of one of our great living actors.
1: It's crazy. I would never dream about Willem Dafoe. Never in a million years. Bill Macy. Bill Macy. <laughs> exclusively Bill Macy right, yeah. for me. Yeah. All my dreams are shameless themed.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember when Bill Macy was in everything? When was that? 96 through 98?
1: Yeah, it was great. For great. He was fucking, you know why? He was fucking great. One of the best. Yeah, one of the best. Shouldn't have committed fraud with his wife to get his daughter into college, but other than that, well, 10 out Well, she's the one
2: who went to jail, so I'm guessing old Bill probably, that, probably didn't have
1: anything to do with it. Other than that, 10 out of 10. I remember my, uh, m- my wife had a buddy who was at NYU our freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and uh, the two of them were giving a... a We're giving an acting master class, Mm. and my wife got new because her friend was at NYU and snuck in. It was like the biggest, the fucking Bill Macy, Felicity Huffman acting master class was the the fucking talk of our relationship for a year thereafter. How often do you
2: get to see a class led by two people who have fucked?
1: I know. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Absolutely thrilling. I mean, husband and wife professor team, so that's as good as it gets cuz the mm. whole time you're like what what positions are they into you know Sure. <laughs> like, do they do butt stuff? You know these two academic freaks love the 69. <laughs> yeah, they do. Sure, yeah. That's <laughs> what they say to each other.
2: Rubbing their two gray ponytails on each other. <laughs> That's professor style when you take your gray ponytail and entwine it with another
1: gray ponytail.
2: That's where my buddy Jim Cameron got the idea for Avatar. USA, USA. <laughs> oh, USC, USC, because
1: they were teaching at the School of Cinema. Oh, yeah. He and his uh, famous director wife, ex-wife. Oh, yeah, Catherine Bigelow. There you go. Thank two, you. Two, two greats. Did he pull up in a car or a submarine?
2: Oh yeah, no. We were both in convertibles. We were both in classic Hollywood convertibles.
1: Oh, like like '56 Chevy type deal. You know it.
2: Wow. Yeah, muscle That's cars a- for Jordan and Jimmy. No, that would be that would be cool if James Cameron had a street legal submarine. Yeah, that
1: could just go on the freeway and then into the ocean to explore the depths. Yeah, there's a at the Valley Flea Market, the Topanga mm-hmm. Vintage Sale but that valley flea market is wild. Oh, it's well, it's pretty toasty. I'll tell you that oh, much. Sure. Out there at Pierce College. Exclusively tiki? Over there at Pierce. How much what's what, a lot of What percentage of it would you say is tiki? I mean, some of it is Halloweeny. Okay. So you got to take that into account. Sure. It really it, tiki draculas, tiki frankensteins. Exactly. <laughs> There's a Cars and Cars and Coffee that's at, on the also on the campus of Pierce College, mm. which is a regional, I think it's maybe a community college, not sure. And uh, it also happens on Sunday mornings, real early. Car guys get up real early. Sure, they're like leaving at 9 a.m. I'm like, gee whiz. I think
2: maybe part. And listen, I'm not a car guy. This is just a theory about car guys. I think, I think if you're a car guy, you like being. You want to leave the house. You're maybe looking for a way to get away from your family. Right. So you're up and out.
1: I'm not religious but my Ferrari is and he wants to go to church. Right exactly. <laughs> I'm going to church to support my Ferrari. Yeah, it is it's fun, it's neat if my kids go with me to the that flea market we'll go look at the cars, the cars and coffee. Mm-hmm. And it will f- be full on Ferraris and shit. You know, uh uh, and then some people have, like, Corvettes, which is not as cool as a Ferrari, frankly, but, you know, still all right. It makes sense. Both of them look pretty good on a poster. And people will have—that's true. People mm-hmm. will have, you know, those, like, oh, this is an old Rolls-Royce. or like, this is, a, this is a goofy car. You know, this is like a, you know, it's a tiny Japanese van or something. <laughs> sure. And, and then some sometimes people will just have one of those, like, Nissan Sentras, but it has got a carbon fiber hood. Mm-hmm. And you're just like the hood's above this guy coming in parking next to these Ferraris and it seems like maybe somebody just in it for the coffee. Maybe somebody's
2: just trying to score some free
1: Joe. That's probably what happened. He probably took his regular hood mm-hmm. off, put a carbon fiber hood on. Right. And he figured it's like joining gonna, a loyalty program. Right. I'm gonna
2: spend the money on the hood and then I'm gonna, you know, save the money over time with all the free coffee. I'm i ge-
1: I'm guessing if you pull up in a car, you're probably getting the coffee for free. I don't know. Plus affordable automotive accessories and um uh, miniature car toys, right? You know what a you know what a car guy loves? Hmm. Just a small version of his car sure. that he can keep on his desk to remember mm-hmm. what kind of car he has. You think those guys are fucking him? The cars, yeah. The toys. I mean, you know, I don't think you have to be a dragon to fuck a car. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think these the of people the... of Reddit would tell you otherwise. But you yeah, know, I think these guys could fuck him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, would I fuck a Sentra with a graphite hood? carbon fiber hood I, I guess know. I'm talking about fucking the the models the models
2: the models of the cars uh. like you can you know hollow one out and go to town
1: Where would you put would would you would you just put like a one of those drill bits that makes a big hole Yeah I mean I think it depends on the like width and depth of the model Would you be concerned about plastic burrs I would Yeah these I'm guys not, don't care no, these are these guys, these guys are gearheads These are gear-headed Iron-dicked car lovers. <laughs> these guys are. These guys got motor oil on their crankshafts. Right. If you know what I mean. I do. And they're pounding away at these mm-hmm. at these little plastic these little plastic All right. babies.
2: The, the oil has been checked, sir. Yeah. You've
1: checked the oil a few times. Yeah, let me take a look at that dipstick. They sure. Say. Yes. Something they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, rack and pinion.
3: Uh, Matt, just erase this and we'll start again from the top. <laughs> oh, I wasn't recording. It. As soon as you started telling your dream, I was like, "Well, this isn't going right."
1: <laughs> Should we introduce our guest? I on would the love show? to. Our guest, of course, Why get is get me involved. One of America's <laughs> well, because you're such a gearhead. Uh, this guy, this guy's a total gearhead. Um, he used to drive Ed Helms' car. Uh, he's a, really.
4: I, I I purchased secondhand right. Ed Helms' car.
1: Yeah. No, no, you would just go over. And- I would go to his
4: house. Hey, Eddie! I would, I'd say, I'd say, Ed need your wheels, and he'd go oh, again, Elliot. And I'd go, yeah, baby. And I just, I would jimmy the car window open with a with a with a wire hanger. Right. Yeah. You know. I would unlock the car. By the way, dad. if you're and jimmying-
1: doesn't get any
2: better than a wire oh, hanger, no, right? So I've tried
1: sweet. to use a plastic hanger to Jimmy. It's fine. It works. I but- used a paint scraper one time, but right. I was like, "This is a little bit over the top." I'll just use a wire hanger. Yes, hanger. I will say,
4: classic not, for a reason. Close number two, though. Open up somebody's door with a credit card. Uh, slide it in there, Jimmy. The lock open. Mm-hmm. It, it's a. It's an amazing feeling when you get that to actually work.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's and then you get fair. to steal things. Uh, right. By the way, also the host of the Flop House, Elliot Kalin. Thank you so much for having me. What a joy to have you here, Elliot. Have you, have either of you ever gotten a door, a car door open by putting a hanger through the window and then pulling up no, the little uh, thing? Uh, no, I haven't. And I they have, don't
4: have those little things anymore on as many cars. Yeah. One, yeah.
1: One time I was in. My dad used and to an do that. And endangered species. I, just,
4: I saw one in the zoo. And they had it right on the sign. They had right. that little skull and crossbones that means endangered species.
2: <laughs> trying <laughs> trying in vain to get it to fuck another door.
4: <laughs> like a panda just won't do it. <laughs> just, the chemistry has to be very, very right, particular between these two. I'm
1: totally resentful of uh, opening a car door by putting a coat hanger in there and pulling up the little thing. Yeah. Because uh, the presence of like four of them meant I couldn't build my luxury hotel. Because it's an endangered species. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my dad. One time, my dad would I followed do you that. through that whole sentence. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> my dad drove a lot of. I fun said yeah me. when
4: you said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. We we had a we had a mutual suicide pact there to say yeah, and if we if it turned out that we were agreeing to something
1: bad, we were both gonna have to deal with it. Right. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that that, that joke of course, was racist. Oh, now, now <laughs> no, you tell me. it was tell super me. racist. Now you tell you me. guys are already on board with it, so it's too late.
2: Okay, are <laughs> on. Yeah, well. Okay. I'm glad I put in the cyanide molar. (laughs) They laughed at me down at the cyanide molar (laughs) store. What do you have? You're a a podcaster.
4: Why do you... Need a cyanide when are you? When, is, when are you ever going to be taken prisoner by someone who desperately needs information you have and cannot give to them, sure. and they're willing to torture you for? Never. What information would you, a podcaster, I'm like,
2: possibly just have? stick it
1: in. I'm not. <laughs> just
2: stick it in there. I don't need to tell you my life story. Glue it
1: down. Tell me
4: how to chomp. <laughs> sure. So the hard part is when you get the cyanide front tooth because then you cannot eat carrots.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. right. Big, you, you can't. Plus, if you eat too many carrots, you turn orange. That's true, and it's <laughs> very hard to thing.
4: be undercover as a When you're orange, because everyone assumes that you're a tiger (laughs) and they run away. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good point.
1: It's a really good (laughs) point. (laughs) Wait, I'm a honeypot. Sorry, I'm not fucking a tiger. (laughs) (laughs) My dad drove a really fucked up Chevy Nova for Mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. Because somebody
4: had hollowed it out with a drill to stick
1: their penis in? (laughs) Yeah,
4: pretty much.
1: And uh, when I finally got my own car, not that much less. Fucked up car, a Chevy El Camino. I was driving it in his neighborhood, and because you loved
4: the movie so much, the Breaking Bad spinoff
1: movie. Yeah, hundred percent. And I got a, I got a flat. I mean, all Netflix originals. Yeah, uh, I like that that Will Smith movie where he's in the future. Oh, uh, wait, which one? was in the future. I don't know. You yeah. mean the one where with he's- that Adam Sandler movie where he does a little baby voice? <laughs> again, I just again, like it was baby. just there's such any a number of them. It was just such a great
2: day where I saved up enough to buy that Hyundai Orange is the New Black. Yeah, <laughs> in
1: Norway, but I I I lost it you know I got a flat tire mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I tried to call AAA with my dad's AAA card, and there's this thing in AAA where if your membership lapses. Uh, you can call for service, and they'll right. say your membership lapsed, and you just give them the thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll renew yeah. your membership ten dollars per. It's, egg. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened happened to me a few times. So I called. God and bless him. My dad's membership had lapsed, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just do that thing where mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know you pay that." And they said, we're sorry. You're on the blacklist. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He had used it too much, and they wouldn't let him sign back up. Can you at least get Westway's magazine? They couldn't kick him out. I had to to go to the fucking newsstand to get my Westway. The same thing or a very similar thing happened to my
4: grandmother. There is a thing called Accessoride in New York City where they are vans for old people that will drive you around New York City, greatest city in the world. They take care of their elderly. Or if the vans are not coming at the right time, You can have a certain amount of cab rides, regular yellow taxi cab rides, reimbursed. And my grandmother was blacklisted. They said, you cannot use this service anymore. You've had too many cab rides reimbursed. She was going all over town, living her, at the time, very glamorous life, going to the opera, going to dinner, going to many of her uh, theaters where she had season passes to. On David Dinkins' time? uh, (laughs) I mean, this was like a few years ago. (laughs) this, this (laughs) this This was when, I think, when Bloomberg was running the town. You'd think he could... Throw a little few pennies over to the yeah, cab company. Bloomberg can handle this. But they, t- She said, I can't use accessorite anymore. They told me I've been using it too much. Mm. And I just imagined this meeting where they're like, well, this program is helping the elderly get around the city. This is great. They can't get up and down the subway stairs that easily. So this is fantastic. Unfortunately, we are once again in the red thanks to Barbara's use of the service. <laughs> <laughs> we got to kick her out. We got to kick her Barbara. out. Barbara,
1: Just one of those presentations by Mayor Bloomberg. <laughs> All right. Let's address Barbara. Which,
4: well, how, who's going to call Barbara and tell her she can't use this program <laughs> I'm anymore? Kinda,
1: I'm concerned about guns and Barbara. Those are my two main issues, guns and Barbara <laughs> and
4: paying money to the university, to Johns Hopkins University and then telling them to remove things like roads because I don't like them. He does a lot of that too. He's a Johns Hopkins alum. Uh, that, uh, Bloomberg always struck me as a guy who is almost a Christopher Guest character. Yeah. Like almost there but not quite there.
1: A little bit, a little bit more boring. Than you, yes. Who of
4: the Christopher Guest players would you
2: say
1: would play him in a movie? Christopher wow. Guest at CG himself. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I was. My first thought was Balaban, but that's wrong. No, no, because Balaban has this has that natural warmth. Mm-hmm. Yes,
4: natural warmth and a little bit of a lack of confidence. Yeah. Uh, and whereas CG, he can just He's play a, a, yeah. a, a cold. He's got a psychopath quality to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, he does have. He does have he has have dead eyes like a doll's eyes. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure. I wonder often. I wonder Carl often. And Pepper, about,
2: you stop naming nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Remember that? I often wonder about Christopher Guest and Jamie Lee Curtis's home life because they seem oh, like yeah. such different people. Sure. I,
1: I have interviewed both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Lee I'm Curtis. I'm a fan of both of them, by the way. Fan of oh, both no, of them. Oh, no, they're both yeah. geniuses. And those people, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is like, as her reputation would suggest, one of the most radiant human beings yeah. on
4: earth. She seems like she's just like the sun radiating warmth. Yeah. The
1: second she left, I presume because they came in the mail three days later. I got a box of all of her children's books signed by her to my children. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, and like Halloween stuff for Gracie who loves – Halloween the movie or just general
4: – that she was in or just general Halloween? No, just like, like a a necklace one of those of plastic, plastic jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: spider rings. <Yeah. laughs> a little bag of spider rings.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was like a re, you know like a comic book store stabby like a uh, action figure of her. Oh, cool. And like a special purse and like a Halloween t- just the most incredible thing. You just just Yeah, I bet you don't love that. Couldn't yeah. couldn't believe it couldn't believe it was real. Uh, you know, so so what did Christopher Guest send you after after his interview? Christopher Guest. Everybody was like, "Are you sure you want to interview Christopher Guest?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, he fucking made Waiting for Guffman." Yeah, come on. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Why would I? How could I not? Right. Director of the big picture, Christopher Guest. Mm-hmm. How could you not? Yeah, exactly. Come on. And Wagon's East. That's another Christopher for your I forgot that. Wagon was Christopher East? Guest?
4: He really. He had some time in the wilderness, right? Before he figured out, I'll just make movies that are improv, and I'll just have sure. improv geniuses do them. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, it w- he was challenging. <laughs> <I> would, <yeah.
4: laughs> he wasn't an asshole or anything. No, you? no. I've always this a sense of I never met him. The sense I've always seen like gotten through osmosis just from his work or from hearing about him is that he is not not nice but he's also not
1: warm nope not interested he, in talking to anyone yeah, I'll tell you that he's much he's not
4: going to go out of his way to be mean it's like you're nope. not worth the trouble to be mean to yeah
1: yeah she she chose him she she saw him in a, in a newspaper mm-hmm and said i'm going to marry that handsome man really that's yeah. how
2: my mom and garfield got together
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your mom but the
4: problem is your mom loves mondays but opposites attract that's true they're <laughs> they're i mean it works it works
2: for them they're still together they're still together my mom and garfield yeah.
1: Celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. Oh, that, wow, that's fantastic. Wow. From what I understand, my mom's still <laughs> hot and heavy with Funky Winker Beans. Mm-hmm. Sure. Ooh, that's <laughs> kind nice. of a situation chip though, right? Like, yeah. Funky's not going to settle
2: down. <laughs> funky's not going to put a ring on Judy. Yeah, pretty
1: complicated.
2: Uh, Elliot, you came up on the podcast a few weeks ago because we were Why? talking about
4: oh. coolest guys we
1: know. Oh, cool, We were yeah. listing
4: coolest guys. And you started we just... with the bottom of the
1: list, farthest from. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. like, who do we know that probably has the biggest deck? <laughs> sure.
4: <laughs> well, I am a very short Jewish man with very small hands mm-hmm. and, and a high pitched voice. So mm-hmm. You're right; it's I always am, the ones you least expect. Yeah, I'm like King Triton down there. Wow, well, it's three we, prongs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <It> shoots lightning.
2: Yeah, fucking barbed. Yep. Controls controls whirlpools. Exactly. Power
0: over sea storms. Yeah, yep, but Hell only yeah. to my penis. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, we were t- so there was the there was the 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 tropical storm. That was, you know, maybe supposed to be a big deal in L.A., maybe was a big deal elsewhere. Thankfully but did not hit L.A. as hard did as it did. Thankfully did not hit, hit LA, L.A. that bad. But Jesse was saying you were the guy who he
4: knew who was, like, doing the best prep. Oh, yeah. like, That's had – Very nice to say. Who had, like, storm experience. I mean, I don't know about storm experience necessarily. I grew up in on the East Coast where we get heavy rain mm-hmm. frequently. Uh, I grew up in a, on a dead end on top of a hill. So the hill would flood at the bottom and we would be trapped there until the water drained away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I w- we would sit there and laugh as cars tried to drive through the water and <laughs> <laughs> we'd get stuck. And uh, we didn't have TV then. We made our own entertainment. right? right. Um, I just, I'm just i
1: imagining <laughs> your whole family sitting on the roof with binoculars. Ugh, I would have loved
4: that. Uh, so uh, if my family was close enough to, to each other that we would have done that together. Uh, they, but we, I was – we have a kind of a screened-in back room in our house, so I spent a lot of that day the before the night of the storm taping up plastic sheeting to cover that up in case the wind came. I didn't want to blow rain into my children's playroom and ruin the toys they don't use anymore, but they refused to let me get rid of. Yep. Um, or our board games, which are all in there. And what else? We were, we were stockpiling water just in case. My in-laws were visiting us, and they went to get us a lantern in case there was a blackout. So we were – fairly ready. Mm-hmm. Um and then luckily we didn't none of that stuff was needed. It wasn't as And the, the rain itself knocked that plastic sheeting down halfway through the day. So it was like, oh well this wouldn't have helped us that much, you know. <laughs> I but, was uh, disappointed. Where,
1: where I was bummed that the power didn't go out because I had recently learned that I could plug a refrigerator into my car. Oh, oh cool. I was like, yeah, oh man. Like I went down to the uh not service merchandise, the uh what's <laughs> Harbor Freight. I went down to. Have you guys been to Harbor Freight? No, not familiar. It's like Harbor Pier Twenty One. What is it? It's like a. It's like a.
4: It's or like Pier the One. Tr- Pier Twenty One is twenty more than the actual store.
1: It's like the Trader Joe's and Forever, Forever Twenty One.
4: It's Pier One plus Forever Twenty One mixed together. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like. So it's
1: like. Teen
4: fashion from Eastern Europe but brought over cheaply uh-huh. and then a lot of a wicker chairs and it's all wicker it's all wicker, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. wicker. a lot of wicker halters these yeah. Gen Z kids in their wicker and their they're big Nirvana t-shirts in their wicker oh, they love they love nothing more than tricking a cop onto a res- remote island and sticking him in a big wicker man and lighting the whole thing on fire with some goats in there <laughs> Right? Oh, these Gen Z's
2: anyway
1: yes no.
2: these Gen Zers in their bee cages <laughs> <laughs> they're always sticking
1: always bee cages trying to get their honey back right. yeah uh huh the Harbor Freight, is, yeah, saying, yeah, is like so it's a David home, Harbor's store. It's like, yeah, it's like a Trader Joe's of of Home Depots. Oh, but it's not. It's not the. It's not hip, right? The way Trader Joe's aspires. Trader to Joe's,
4: do. where every day is like a party at a grocery store, and everyone you know is having sex when the store closes.
1: Yeah, what's yeah. cool about. What's cool I only buy the, canned
4: things there because whatever is coming out of them in the sex is not getting through that can. We, that's a good point. I won't buy anything in cardboard there. Did we confir-
2: We kind of sort of confirmed that at one of our live shows where we were asking people about their jobs. Didn't we have a Trader Joe's employee say that, yeah, there was a, quite, a, yeah. quite a bit of hooking up? Yeah,
1: they pretty much said that. Mm-hmm. They pretty much readily admitted. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Trader Joe, it's the whole point. It's like they pay you enough to stifle unions. Right. <laughs> and you get to have as many tattoos as you want, and yep. fuck your coworkers. I mean, and
2: who doesn't look good in a Aloha shirt?
1: Thank Nobody. You. Everybody Nobody. looks good. Nobody. Everyone on looks good everybody yeah. looks good in it. The, yeah.
4: the Harbor Freight. Except the Hawaiian punch guy. Does not work. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, It doesn't work for him. <laughs> no. He
1: doesn't have the dude Makes, no. him, makes him look pale. <laughs> no.
4: Get that man an 80s blazer, sleeves rolled up, right. skinny tie, now punchy, has some style. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying Harbor Freight.
1: A Harbor Freight is... The there's Because there's only two places. If I, you need a hardware thing, there's only two places yeah. near my house, a, a Home Depot and a Harbor Freight. I don't want to go to the Home Depot because it. my father-in-law, until he retired a few weeks ago, managed a hardware store, very opposed to the mm-hmm. Home Depot. Uh, obviously, I don't have any expressed political opinions, but some people might say that the guy who owns Home Depot is genuinely mm-hmm. evil. Um, and so, you know, I I've tr- would like to Skeletor. Avoid- yeah. <laughs> I'd like to avoid the Home Depot if I can. And this Harbor Freight opened up. Harbor Freight Harbor Freight it's also a little bit of a dollar store. Okay. Somewhat of a dollar store. What's wrong with that. I mean everything you're saying makes me want to go to this store. Yeah, yeah. This store is fucking tremendous. I love this store because it, you just walk down the aisles and you're like, What? That air compressor probably costs about two thirds what it <laughs> would cost at the Home Depot. I guess
0: I have to buy it.
1: And just on the side, it just says air compressor. <laughs> but maybe I need one. So you just have a closet full of mini fridges now. Just, just the number of just like. But your air takes up so much less space than it once did. I know. <laughs> God, when I when I go to change my air seasonally. <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. I bring out the the down air when for you're, winter, when you're storing the summer
4: air back. And you can just compress all that space. Oh, slide under your bed. It's that easy? Yeah, it's
1: incredible. So I every to,
4: the, all the air comes out wrinkled. I had but to buy
1: still. I had to buy a you know a heavy duty extension cord that was refrigerator proof that you I sure. can plug into my car. Went down there to that harbor freight when there's a hurricane coming and you're in the harbor freight. It is hard not to just buy all the different shit in there and imagine a whole new life for yourself. Yeah. I, now
4: I imagine I admire your courage. That if it, a hurricane's coming, the last place is going. I'm going is a place that has harbor in the name.
1: That's a really good plan. Seems
4: right. dangerous, but you had the courage and the intelligence. to know this is just the name of a store. Well, it's I not should, actual
1: waterfront. I should mention I was dashed upon the rocks. Oh, that's terrible. Oh no. <laughs> Eventually,
4: I was dashed upon oh, the rocks. Oh no, like a delicious octopus being tenderized by a Greek man. Yeah, but you're just Uh-oh. like
2: oh King Trident getting hard over here <laughs> talking about a shipwreck whoa I could see the
1: prongs poking through his jeans <laughs> you're just in there thinking like guy i I really could use a giant tarpaulin sure mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. for who knows what I'd have to lash it to something oh, or sure. Just, oh, then I should buy these lashes, I see you say. <laughs> yeah. I just went wild what if, what on if what, the... if, what if? what
4: if I have to guide a ship past the island of the sirens? You never yeah. know. You exactly. <laughs> need to be lashed you to something. Yeah.
2: I just went wild on the Hormel chili. I just bought so much Hormel oh, yeah, chili. yeah, good idea. Have that's you been idea.
1: eating that Hormel chili?
2: No, I've resisted the urge. I think I, 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 I want to, I. you know, I I went a little wild with the uh, hurricane prep myself. And I, I, I do think the thing to do is to just keep that. As the disaster
4: stuff. Yeah, disasters, yeah, because a disaster is going to happen eventually, yeah. But yeah. if
1: you're not eating it, it's going to go bad. You got to rotate it. You got to keep the wheel turning. You got to rotate in the chili. Yeah, you got every chili? once in a while you eat one of the, you eat your oldest chili and buy a new chili. Otherwise, the chili is going to go bad. But that's like well, then I got to create a chili
4: a, calendar. <laughs> once
1: every few months or a year, you right. know, the chili will last a while, right?
4: Yeah, but Jordan's got Jordan. You have no idea how much chili this guy bought. How much chili did you buy? Uh
2: let me fart you an answer. <laughs> Madden there's some gross far- gross farting noises here.
4: <laughs> I just, think just about 7 or 8 minutes worth. Yeah. <laughs> you wait. You-
2: like so like it, it's funny, it's gross, <laughs> and then it gets funny again cuz we're doing it so
4: long. Reminds me of uh of uh, one, of my, one of my old Daily Show co-workers, Jimmy yeah. Don, James James Francis Don, yeah. who is who does the voiceover for them now. Uh we you know the guy who does September 4th Oh, yeah. twenty twenty whatever year. Good gig. And, uh, but he's also a segment producer. And he and I came up. We were PAs together. We were segment producers together. And when we were segment producers together, I don't know if he still does this. He would do a bit where this was – the department was all in one big room. Nobody had their own office. There were about six of us in the same room. And he would set uh, a clip of fart noises, just a long audio track mm-hmm. of fart noises. And he would start that up at the same time that he would play a clip of – Sex noises that he had found online, okay. of uh, female sex noises, and then he would just leave the room and, <laughs> and, let, and let his screensaver and the and I guess the his login password that he'd be used to shut off his computer stop us from turning it off. And so he would just leave for a while and we just hear sex sounds and fart sounds together for a long time. <laughs> oh, it's
1: so funny! Sounds what like my honeymoon, there? yeah. How many chilies did you buy? Six? I bought maybe. We got 12 chilies, so this is why he needs to rotate. That is a lot of chili, yeah. Yeah, you gotta you a, do have to rotate. You yeah. gotta eat them once a month. Once a month, you gotta eat a chili you gotta, and replace a chili.
2: Really, does a chili you shouldn't leave and it there? How but, long are those? Those chilies are good for a while, I think
1: right? two years. I'd say okay. two years. So, every other, month. yeah, yeah. The all half right. life okay.
4: of chili is about about a year or so, yeah. So, okay. by two years, it's gone. You open the can, it's just and there's nothing there, all right. And every you've got month, that chili radiation you open it up, and
1: it just goes
2: every okay every, once a month I'm once gonna, a month to eat
4: a can of chili is not such a huge ass
2: i mean there was a time in my life where uh i mean i was i would i was, I was probably taking down a hormel i was probably taking down two hormels a week
4: wow yeah. I, that was Start not times. as impressively pathetic as i thought it was going to be oh yeah it i mean i maybe, reasonable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i maybe gave myself a little credit in that story just cuz i i wanted to, like you want to appear kind of pathetic so it's funny but not you know, not people, so you don't people are worried about, about out. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, you don't want people to write in.
4: Yeah, exactly. You don't want to <laughs> talk about my days when I was a production assistant. Yeah. Where at the at the Daily Show, uh, alongside James Francis Don, wherein wherein would, in order to save money, I was eating the second cheapest brand of hot dog from the supermarket, no bun, no condiment. And I was losing so much weight that I had to start <laughs> wearing belts because my <laughs> pants would no longer stay up. And I ran into someone that I used to know. Were you uh, not wearing belts before? I was not wearing belts. I didn't have huh. to. My pants fit. Okay. Why isn't? Why am I going to spend money on a belt I don't need? That's how they get you. <laughs> <a> big belts <laughs> telling us we need one of Belt these things. Like, oh, what if your pants right. falls down? You saw it happen in the cartoons. Yeah, right.
2: you're so right you don't right want did. people
4: to see your heart boxers. <laughs> you know, that's my biggest shame. If I sure. ever did, I'd never be able to go back to the job. And you had, uh,
1: to, you had to save money so you could afford that one step hot dog upgrade. Right. Yeah,
4: exactly. I wouldn't buy the what cheapest. Is, what is the second? What, what was the cheapest, and
2: what's the second cheapest?
4: The cheapest was the Key Food brand. This was at Key okay. Food uh, in uh, in Queens, Astoria, Queens. Uh, the cheapest was the. Oh, you know what? No, it wasn't a story of Queens yet. I was living in I was living in Manhattan. Okay. This is the way I can afford at Manhattan rents. Uh was the key the key food brand was the cheapest. And the one step up, I don't remember the name of it, but it came in a package that looked like it had it looked like it might as well just say meat, just right. yeah. in big letters. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the blandest, they didn't spend a lot of money on graphic design. Were it you was eating the
1: fruits and vegetables? <laughs>
4: Uh, th- that was kind of a, I had heard legends of fruits and vegetables <laughs> yeah, at the right. time and I ran into somebody I had known in college and in and throughout high school someone who was in the same town as me and he saw me and he assumed immediately that I was a heroin addict and he started <laughs> wow. demanding that I show him my arms because he d- okay. So that's why, is el- why is
1: Elliot making all these great jazz albums <laughs> I think a good goal for us it's yeah. Just as a podcast would be to not do anything that would lead someone to write in with resources sure
4: <laughs> mm, fair fair uh my uh I eat very well now, I eat very well, I don't even want anyone to worry about it yeah sure yeah. you're. Four hundred pounds, now, and you yep, look great. Thank you. Four hundred pounds, but it's on all the right places. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> it's all in the prongs. Yeah, if you all know all what I mean. Three prongs, yeah, <laughs> uh, My like, uh, I'm a PA and I'm broke. Meal was always a hot dog burrito. So it was a it was a tortilla. You melt the cheese. You roll up the hot dog in that. Okay. And uh, I still crave them sometimes. There's it, no beans or. Oh, I mean, you know, depends on depends on how good a week you had. Depends okay. on if maybe you could, uh, you, you know, squirrel away some of the change from the petty
4: cash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can you can you
2: can dress that up. In well, no some wonder ways. He,
4: no wonder you're going hog wild buying Hormel chili now when you're in the money. Right. You know, exactly. you'd be like more beans, more beans. Sure. You know what? If I throw these beans away, that's fine because you know what? It means that I'm doing fine. I'm doing well. There yeah. you go.
1: Have you thought about like uh, getting some nice toppings and fixings? For the hot dog burrito? No, for your chili.
2: Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I think I think you know we talked about this when Hormel. Uh, this is a great show, Elliot. We were, we're talking. Go this <laughs> is our second Hormel conversation I we've had know, this month. I still, know, I still don't. Know why yeah, talk, why, I, I still great. don't
4: you. Did you ever tell me why I came up in conversation a few weeks ago? Or oh, because no? we were talking. So I think we recorded a podcast on the night that 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 the tropical oh, right, storm was so so, supposed right. to. You hit. told it. You said all this, and we talked about it. You're, yeah. This is just my memory is gone because that's I've okay. run out of space, and I am not going to delete everything I know about. Old time Hollywood. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. Taking, <laughs> taking up, you have sever- too many Zazu Pitts facts in there. <laughs> oh, I just watching. I was watching Zazu you, Pitts movie not not too long. Were you really? And it was really good. That and, is
2: always my. I don't really know who Zazu Pitts is. That was my always my pull for old time movie star. I think it was one of those like when you're when you're looking at the Walk of Fame and there's always that like who the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's um, she's. Was it super talented? Tell me, yeah, tell me everything. She's just a she's just a comedy pole for me. So, I want to know. I want to
4: know the person behind the funny name. I mean, she was a great. She was a very versatile actress. Okay, she was best known for comedy. She did a series of short comedies where she was co-starred with Thelma Todd oh. before Thelma Todd died under tragic, mysterious circumstances. And. The movie I was watching with her recently turns out she was
1: just eating the second best hot dog every right. for every
4: meal. It was very unsafe. Don't do that, folks. Don't learn from me. Don't do that. Don't 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 do what I do to become. Don't do what I did to become a successful television writer <laughs> uh, with a loving family. Don't do that. Do something better. Um, but Zazu Pitts, she's probably best remembered now, even though she had this long career in comedy. She's probably, you know, for to put it in layman's terms, she's kind of if you if you're trying to imagine her, she's kind of like uh, crossing olive oil with olive oil. The character, not the food ingredient, with Aileen McMahon. Uh, the actress, who you may know from Five Star Final, Gold Diggers of nineteen thirty-three, mm-hmm. uh, the film version of Babbitt, she made with Guy Kibbe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean
1: these these references are both. I'm putting uh, it in layman's <laughs> terms, contemporary and understandable to all. But, sure. So yeah. Zazu Pitts, no reason to say that, Jesse. It's yeah. just true. She's, well, I just felt like I just felt like I should say out loud that everyone right. understands these references, sure. yeah. and mm-hmm. they really help clarify in the way that right. that an analogy is is meant to clarify. But
4: Zazu Pitts was often playing kind of like a ...a kind of nervous or incompetent or kind of unsure character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's very funny in a movie called Dames that has a number of Busby, great Busby Berkeley musical oh, okay. numbers in it. Uh, but she's probably best remembered now for her one major remember, uh, remembered serious role, which was as the female lead in the movie Greed, the Eric von Stroheim mm. movie that was originally 24 hours long or something like that. Seems long. And they cut. he was able to cut it down to a trim seven or eight hours <laughs> and then finally... The studio took it from him and they cut it down to I think two hours and at some point a four-hour recreation was was used. They had a lot of stills from scenes that no longer existed and they used text to fill in scenes that weren't there. And I remember once they were running this four-hour recreation uh, oh, one, late in, one night at Turner Classic Movies and I set up a tape to record it and I was so excited that I could not sleep that night. I was having so much <laughs> trouble sleeping and I kept turning on the TV just to watch – minutes of it out of context mm-hmm. because I wanted to see this movie so badly it's a really good movie anyway it's a very close adaptation of the novel McTeague by Frank Norris mm-hmm. for anyone familiar with uh, turn of the century Bay Area writers mm-hmm. um, but uh, as we Pitts she's probably best to remember now from, for cineast uh, from Greed but she had this long career as kind of like a, the kind of comedian who was in the movies that would be on the second half of a double bill
1: now let me ask you this earlier Jordan said he had a dream about someone named James Cameron who's that?
4: Oh
2: boy! Oh boy! How long do you have? Okay, let's, <laughs> yeah, take, a let's take a break. Let's we'll we'll take a break. I'll explain James Cameron to, to Jesse. On Jordan, Jesse got okay. Piranha two. <laughs> love
3: you, love you.
2: Throughout history, sirens have captured men's attention, enticed men with their feminine wiles, and fulfilled men's primal needs.
1: The sirens allure. Uh, they have
2: not, unless the primal need is I need to be smashed on the rocks. Yeah, smash me,
1: smash me, smash me, mommy, smash me, mama. Smash me mommy. <laughs> <laughs> the sirens allure.
0: <laughs> Why do we Strain. do this
1: to ourselves?
2: Strand me, baby. Strand me, me, baby.
1: So yeah, this is my brother, my brother me for maximum fun on Mondays. It's just like that. Just
3: like that have a more. It's just like to have a more of it. There's there's just more of that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Elliot Kalin,
4: terrible lizard.
1: What kind of car you think Superman drives? <laughs> if you were gonna, <laughs> right? If you were gonna say, Superman driving a car?" came up in the break. This isn't just out of nowhere. Guy, we for the listener, we had a fun break. <laughs> yeah. We had
2: a really fun break. It was a good one, yeah. But what kind it of it was car at would you least say? as
1: good as the segment, that if was not before better. The break. I
2: said, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. I said, <laughs> let's, let's recreate. Let's recreate it. Let's I said Kia Nero. Uh huh what what do you think jordan
2: oh um super okay so i mean it's obviously superman the you know the the kryptonian yeah doesn't need a car. Wait, is there a different Superman? Well, I guess I'm. What I'm saying is probably. I mean, there's Clark the Ubermunch that
4: Nietzsche speaks of,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> I
1: guess he Clark Kent probably into drives neighboring a car. Countries. Yeah.
4: Although I don't know how's the public transit well, in, in Metropolis. Metropolis, in Metropolis is based roughly on Chicago, so okay. they've got pretty good public transit.
1: But the weather can be tough.
4: Weather, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, it's super windy, and if you're flying, that can be a problem in the yeah.
1: summer. Or the or like the depths of winter. I I don't know. If I was Clark Kent. I probably would just I I'd just be get like a Kia Nero or something. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of Kia Niro.
0: So all roads lead to the Kia Nero where you <laughs> as, far yeah. as You know what I'm
2: you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say uh he's got a he's got a soft spot for an old American pickup truck because of his growing oh, yeah. up oh, in the small that's a good point. Upbringing. He, yeah. he and
4: he and Kent probably fixed one up. You think it's the classic Ford F150? I do. Best selling truck ever in America? Mhm. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I think I so. I mean
1: Superman is built for tough. He's
4: sure. Yeah. In but he's a, but he's a real do-gooder and he's a little smug about it. So I think he has a Prius. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Or he has like a he has like a Trivium or whatever it's, he has one of those or Rivium, whatever the a Rivium. Rivium. So he's like he's like I want an electric car, but I don't approve of Elon Musk. And so he had to get one of the other oh, ones. All right. You know? We yeah. know, man. So All get right. Get it. Yeah. For, yeah. I know. Okay, you, I have to agree yeah. with everything the head of a company that I buy something from says. I, I never lo- buy anything. I loved Barbie. I know <laughs> Superman. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, you don't have I know. I know. It's like I understand.
2: Yeah. It's not yeah.
4: Black lives do matter. Of course they do, yes. Superman. Yes, we know. How to... many black friends do you have, Superman? Well, um, uh, well, uh, does Black Lightning count? I mean, at best, a colleague.
1: I went to the Rivian guy in Santa Monica before I bought my car, my mm-hmm. Hyundai. And I was like, I don't know. These Rivians are stupid expensive, but I should see what they're like. But they are look. They, but they look like. I guess I've expensive. I've
2: never I've never heard of this. Is this a is this they're, an EV made by a big brand? They is were this
1: a, they they were originally I think a joint venture of General Motors I believe. Okay, but. And some other stuff. And that they got super high, and they were like, "What if we did electric cars, man?"
4: That's why it's a joint venture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think they eventually
1: were like fully spun off. I I don't remember it exactly, but uh, they're they're American right. American brand, yes. as you said, an alternative to a Tesla. In and that sort big. of category, they're much bigger than Tesla. Yeah. So there's a pickup truck that's huge. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a SUV that's marginally smaller, but still also huge. Mm-hmm. And you go to a, you gonna, you get to like, you call a number and then they give okay, you an address. I'm with you so far. It's like going to an underground nightclub. <laughs> and, I, and I'm driving this car the keyword and I'm thinking is Rivian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm driving, the name of the car. I'm driving this car and I'm thinking, this is a kind of a nice car. It's like, I don't know. You know, it's this fucking stupid money, but, you know, I don't know. I haven't bought a car in six or seven years. Maybe I just buy an expensive car. I don't know. And I'm talking to this nice man and, you know, whatever. And he says, so if you order it now, you'd get it in about nine months. Like, I'm not buying a car that I get <laughs> nine months from now. No, they're
4: organic cars. The way they make them, it's very Cronenbergian, right. is they have to impregnate the car mother
1: it, it takes six was... months for it to, come to, for it to come to term. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was thinking right. at the same time about driving one of these Ford Broncos. Do you see these around? They're like real mm-hmm. square.
4: Yeah, I've heard they're really good when you're helping a uh, football player who murdered his wife get away. His ex wife, there, <laughs> there you go.
1: And I thought, I'd drive, I thought I'd drive one of these Ford Broncos. You can't even, they won't even let you drive it because they've sold too many. There's like a, there's a chip shortage, I hear. Mm-hmm. Fucking won't even let you drive it. I had to go to Carvana. Drive last year's model. There was mm. a used one at Carvana. Went over there to Carvana. Didn't care for it. <laughs> Too noisy in the cabin. Bought a Hyundai. Well, Elliot, what do you th- okay? What what car does Superman drive?
4: Here, the, here's the thing. I jokingly said it's a Prius or an electric car. Oh, like that's that. right. You, yeah. you already I think, gave your answer. I think, no, but, I <laughs> but think, it's Ed the Helms thing. Chevy Bolt. There you go. I think well, that was what, I, what my car was it was <laughs> yeah. the Chevy Volt. It was the, Volt, uh, there you go. The, I think that uh, I think he probably does have a secondhand car because again. Is this a reporter working on a, in a on a print salary? Sure, Times yeah. are tough. I think he's probably got a second-hand car, but it's a pretty cool secondhand car. Like
1: D- Elliot, because you know sorry why? To Because he up. Because he, he can up.
4: make his own diamonds. But he's he's not going to do that. Throw off the entire diamond market. Okay, Perfectly good right. people died in those he's, mines to get
1: those diamonds to the guy market. This all about their Superman's efforts. all about protecting De Beers monopoly. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's
4: a there's a scene in the movie. Uh, Um, Superman Returns I think it was the Brandon Roth one where he is stopping a bank robbery and these bank robbers have this enormous they have basically an artillery device that they like uh, that you would use to fight on the western front in 1917 but they're using it they're firing it at cops and Superman goes up and he stops them and I remember watching it and thinking Superman has nearly godlike power there are people dying all over the world why is he enforcing property laws? Why does Superman <laughs> give a shit about the banking rule? Who, who, like then the bank is FDIC insured. Like I could totally see that someone being like, Superman, they're robbing the bank. And he's like, well, there's a thousand people whose homes are going to be destroyed by a volcano on the other side of the world. I could go do that or I guess I can save your bank some money. I don't think so, dude. And he just goes off and does the other thing.
1: Here's something interesting. But he doesn't do that. I heard happened recently is they threw up the Superman signal, which is how you get Superman no. to come. And – Superman didn't come and they asked him why. And he said, I've been spending a lot of time on R slash anti-work. So he's just <laughs> right. not into it anymore. You yeah, know? yeah. He's, he's it's he's he's
4: what slow retiring. What it's sort it? of like <laughs> a quiet <sick>. quitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You> know, that's, <laughs> sure. That was that was the oldest I've ever been.
0: What's the kid thing? The kids are doing yeah. now? Slow retiring. He, yeah,
4: he comes into the Hall of Justice
2: a little late. Wonder yeah, woman's yeah. like, where have you been? He's like, oh, I told you last week. I had a dentist thing. <laughs> oh, by the
4: way, I have to check out a little early today. Right. At uh, what time? Two. It's noon. You just got here. That's right. Lunchtime. All right, everybody. Yeah. Which is literally the schedule at um. At a, which is literally the schedule uh, that the that they have in the Emerald City and Wizard of Oz they sing about, where uh, they get up at noon and start to work at 1, take an hour for lunch, and then it – oh, no, so we, oh, we start to uh, – was it? Uh, so, get this right. Oh, get I'm, this right, Elliot. I'm so L.A. mad. I'm going to have to sing the whole song. Get this get right it. or you're losing like, oh, no. Zazu <laughs> Pits. <laughs> uh, oh, oh uh, he, 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 he. couple of la das uh, or <laughs> tra-la-la's first, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, you no, know, no, there's you're, this. We, start, we get up at 12. Out. I hate to be you. Oh, this is the worst. It's, it's my second place finish on Jeopardy all over hey, again. Hey, folks. We get up <laughs> at 12 and start to work at 1, take an hour for lunch, and then at 2, we're done. Jolly good fun. That's it, what they say.
1: If you're listening to this and you have resources for Elliot, please send us an email at jjgo.com. The only resource I want is
4: the lyrics sheet to every song in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Jordan,
3: <laughs> I got those fart noises you requested from earlier.
4: Oh, God. Not a moment right. too soon, Matt. There they
2: are.
4: Yes.
2: Saved the show. Back on track, baby. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: Matt's been, you know, he's been doing Hmm. while we've been talking, just surfing R slash (laughs) anti-work. R
4: slash fart.
1: Looking for the perfect, for perfect <laughs> <laughs> Gotta the
2: perfect beafer. got to find the perfect beaver for he's Jordan, get, Jesse, He's Go. got
0: just one weekend to find the perfect beaver. <laughs> In Weekend at Beefers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, my, bosses, my bosses somewhere. are
1: two asshole podcasters who say I should <laughs> find the perfect beaver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's a photo of a dragon fucking a car.
1: <laughs> Whoops, wrong subreddit. Right? When something momentous <laughs> happens to you, call us at 206-984-4-FUN or just send us a voice memo at jjgo at org. Here's a momentous occasion. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, Matt. And whoever your wonderful guest is today. It's Elliot. I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. I recently took the RADS-R exam exam and just got my results back. Wait, go back. What exam did he take now? I recently took the Rats R exam. Oh, Oh, the Rats
4: R exam. I thought he said the Rats R exam, where you have to explain. It said Rats R blank, Just he's (laughs) feeling what a rat is, yeah.
1: (laughs) I should know this, I should know this. (laughs) Come on, I studied for years. (laughs) You're like, wow, this is weirdly hard. I'm getting, like, fucking existential vibes right now. It's like I know too much
4: about rats. How do I sum up the totality
1: of (laughs) this rodent? All I can think about is their teeth. Should I start with that? (laughs) Teeth or tail, teeth are tail, teeth are tail. What's wrong? about
3: <laughs> the listeners want to hear his score okay it was, it, was,
4: it was this rat sorry and you fill in a hair metal band you go, sorry that's you failed rats. that's rats
1: two t's rats. <laughs>
2: two t's that's yeah. the yeah i scored a 182
1: oh. oh uh so that made a lot of things make a lot of sense such yeah. as my podcast obsession sure uh-huh. you guys are amazing keep it up what you're doing love you guys have a good one. Love you too, and congratulations to you and all of our listeners taking the rats are. Now
4: I I so this is gonna I'm only gonna only dig myself a bigger hole a bigger hole after it took me that long to figure out the lyrics to the song from the Emerald City right. But, of but what what's kind of the test rats is
1: that? are in the Wizard of Oz? Ellie? Well, the the
4: rats are well. It's interesting that you ask that because rats in the Wizard of Oz. They don't exist. Oh. oh. Their place in the evolutionary chain is taken by flying monkeys, which are, of huh? course, oh. the vermin of choice. Do they still have voles? Interesting. Voles, yes. They live in vol Oh, okay. It's a land of t- Actually, now that I think about it, in the Oz books, there's a lot of talking yeah, animals. Yeah, Frank bomb really cr- cranked those out, and <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> there's a lot. And it, by a certain point, they just become puns. Yeah. So they go to a place called uh, Bunbury where uh, everyone is a living pastry. Uh-huh. And they're like, let's take you over to, uh, to uh, the H. Parker Rolls house. And this, of course, is G. Cracker. The mm-hmm. G stands for Graham. And it's like... I get it. Yeah, they're all yeah, things are, you know, like, sorry if my conversation's a little stale. Oh, then, she goes to Utensio where they're all living utensils. And Elliot, it's like, I... "Let's stir things up." Well, Mr. Spoon, hold on. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. Elliot, I have a
1: quick question." Yeah. How how and why do you know these <laughs> sh-
4: This is the stuff I'm interested in, you know. <laughs> it was, was it a thing where he you know my younger son like, got very into the into comic book adaptations of the oz books oh so. those
1: comic book adaptations of the oz books are fun there's a, there's
4: a there's a series from marvel that eric shanower wrote and um, oh why am i forgetting his name um uh, who did the art i'm forgetting but they but uh that's a really good series of adaptations of the first yeah. like 8 oz books well, there
1: yeah. was a time when gracie was obsessed with oz yeah and I had to watch an Oz movie. Return to Oz? No. That's the scary one. I saw Return to Oz, which had terrified me as a child, and I was pretty into it as an adult. I really okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was it was a lot better than I expected it's, it to I be. I feel like
4: it is not a bad movie, but it is not, not a good kids movie.
1: No, that's yeah. correct. That's correct all around.
4: When it came out, uh, Neil Gaiman was, like, reviewing fantasy and science fiction movies for magazines or whatever, and he wrote a glowing review of it, and it's like, well, yeah, of course, you think it's a great movie, Mr. Dark Horror Fantasy, <laughs> like, with a little bit of twee on the side, come on.
1: Married to the star of this movie, sure. isn't he? Isn't he married to her?
4: Oh, I don't think I know. To uh, to Firuza Balk. Yeah, who's Farooza Balk married to? I don't to? believe so. No?
1: Did I make that up?
4: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, in the same way that even though Tim Burton and Helen Monica Carter are no longer together, I still assume that they are. Sure, right.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Tim Burton went to marry. Uh, God damn it! What's the television writer woman who wears the little hats? <laughs> oh, uh, the marvelous Miss Basil woman. Yeah, he yeah. went. He married he her. He married one of her just, hats. He's just, he's just he's just horny for ladies in little top sure, hats. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. I like I like the head to look big. <laughs> Uh, is this what I sound like? <laughs>
0: Probably. I like
1: it when the head looks big. It's me. People think I directed The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I just produced it.
0: <laughs> I love how much he sounds like Vincent Price, which I'm sure is his I name. I had my yeah. voice altered to sound like my hero who's on all of my shirts. I had my vocal cords tightened so I would sound more like Mr. Price.
1: Believe it or not, it's me on Thriller. <laughs> me, Tim Burton. And- I wasn't famous at the time. I, people had seen my shirt. Show- Short film Frankenweenie, and, and that was back before the
0: make good movies part of my brain had been surgically removed. <laughs> I've been phoning it
4: in lately. <laughs> I got so. But mad. apparently, all these things are successful. I got so mad when that, when Dumbo came out, and in the, the his remake, and in the commercials, they go from the imagine from the mind of Tim Burton, mm. and it's like this is a remake of a movie based on a book. So yeah. no, this is not from the mind of
1: Tim Burton. Oh. Well, I mean, he thought to give Dumbo that little hat. <laughs> <Well, that's laughs> I like, like it when it the said. elephant's head looks big. He's like, how, how do we make this elephant sexier? <laughs>
0: Matt, did you the look up? The problem with the fresh one is you don't want to <laughs> fuck the elephants. Uh, someday I'll achieve my dream of
3: having sex with the Notre Dame leprechaun.
1: <laughs> Matt, did you look up if Neil Gaiman's married to Feruza
3: Ball? <laughs> Uh, I couldn't find any information on that. Do you want me to look he's, up what Tim totally Burton sounds like? <laughs> no, no. He okay, okay. doesn't sound like this. I <laughs> think
1: we've got a pretty good reference text right here, yeah. Mr. Jordan David Morris. <laughs> Uh, if you have a momentous occasion for us, two zero six nine eight four four fun, or just email us at jjgo at maximumfun dot org. If you have any resources for Tim Burton, <laughs> to, if you know a good uh, make good movies part of the brain implant surgeon. <laughs> He's made very good movies, just not recently sure what yeah. would what movies has he even made recently well he did I know he got like he, he did got, Dumbo he got like a new carte blanche in Hollywood because the The uh, Alice in Wonderland was like monumentally financially successful, yes, despite
4: being objectively not good. Yeah, and I'm that I'm it's sensitive to me. It's that's my favorite book of all time. I think it's such a beautiful book. And the idea that you would turn it into like a movie where two armies clash, and it's like you've got to come back to Wonderland to save it from an evil person, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, this totally misunderstands the point of this this story. And then you have Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter dance like break dance at the end. You you gotta admit.
1: One of the all-time great little hat on a big head <laughs> I
4: mean, that's the, that's the one where, where Helena Bonham Carter has an enormous head. Yeah. And if you're with a tiny body... You make
2: it, the head bigger with CGI! <laughs> it's, it's,
4: head it's just, not big enough! I've always head not been, big enough! I
0: Now I understand why I've always been attracted to Japanese RPGs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and the... But it's a... So, but he got... Yeah, he got Cart planche in to make it. But I he hasn't done... Let's see, he did those. He did like um, what? Big Eyes, right? Was after that, I think. Oh yeah, I you know I I I have not seen Big Eyes since theaters. I remember kind of liking that. It's so so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's, it's That was the well, it was, it was a one for me. Yeah, yeah. That was the one for me. You know, and then uh, then it was back to back to the well of either adaptations or remaking old yeah. stuff. Or there was a long time where um, he had been talked about for the remake of a movie called X, the man with X ray eyes. And I'm like, oh, that would have been great because that's not a good movie, but it's got a great premise. But He's like, what if a guy had X-ray eyes? He could see ladies' underpants. That's how it starts. And then he's using it to cheat at gambling. But his eyes are getting too powerful. He's seeing through reality Mm. to this kind of darker reality around us where there's kind of Lovecraftian kind of things on the outskirts. And at the end of the movie, he rips out his own eye. He runs into, by chance, by bad luck for him, he runs into a revival tent where a preacher is saying, if thine eye offends thee, pluck it out. And he rips out his own (laughs) eye. Good idea. And in Stephen King's book, *Dance Macabre, which is a book about horror, he says that the original line, end line of the movie, that it was considered too scary, was he rips out his own eyes and then yells, I can still see! And that's the end of it. But in the movie, he rips out his own eyes and there's a shock shot of him with very fake-looking, no eyes, mm-hmm. and then it just cuts to, to credits, I think. But, uh, but it's a great premise for a movie. that he, he At first, it's like a cool thing, like, I can see through your clothes, and then it becomes, I can't handle this knowledge, this is bad. You what know? size hats are the hats? Here's the thing, the original movie... It's Not that many hats. There's some because right. it was made in the what, like early, it was made in some, either late 50s, early 60s. So there's some men with hats, right? But mostly it's like the band, men without hats. Mm. And, okay. but when Tim Burton made it, you know, he'd said it probably in like some Victorian era where everyone was wearing little hats. Yeah. It's either big heads with little hats mm-hmm. or little heads with big hats, you
1: know. Or, yeah, I think the late Victorian is when the hats got so small. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, they were medium hats, but uh, yeah, right in as it entered the Edwardian period. Those hats were tinier than you can fucking imagine. Yeah, I mean, these people, were like a if – you're familiar with a half dollar? That's about how big these mm, fucking hats people were. People were losing their hats all the time. It's a, So that was when scientists first discovered
4: the, the – this is a scientific principle. This is something in nature, uh, what they call the golden ratio, which is the ratio between hat size right. and the size of front wheels of bicycles. But right. as the front wheel of a bicycle gets bigger, a hat gets smaller and vice versa. So right. you notice that now hats are kind of medium-sized and bicycle wheels are kind of medium-sized, the front wheels at least. But I think it, a big bike wheel is pretty <laughs> sexy too. <laughs> don't make the bike wheels smaller the hats will get big and I don't like that
1: let's put what if we glued some gears to things
0: and Terry Gilliam is like oh yeah right.
4: let's definitely do that
1: I went to Toys R Us and bought Helena a big wheel <laughs> <laughs> excuse me time to ejaculate <laughs>
3: bye bye I was asked
0: to leave the store for obvious reasons Sometimes I'll go to Dodger games and I'll get ice cream in the little hat. (laughs) And I'll take it home and say, Helena, I'm feeling frisky. Look what daddy made.
1: Uh, I've creamed my
0: (laughs) hat. My picture is up at the Dodger dog stand. I'm no longer allowed
3: to buy things there. Guys, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have you, audio no of him. There's no way to tell <laughs> what no he sounds like. I have <laughs> audio.
1: There's uh, no records. way to know how he sounds. Records are spotty at best.
4: He's okay. never That's done an it. audio interview. Matt energy.
1: did the, He's never, Matt did the work.
3: He's kind of weird creature again. But, uh, I mean, I, you know, I love those things, I, you know. He okay, so doesn't like it. it doesn't load I don't know. It doesn't load. loads. You guys are right, they it's mean, similar. <laughs>
4: <accurate>. <laughs> well get to the part we talked about being a sexually attracted yeah, t- to Twall hats.
3: <laughs>
1: I Obviously, Jordan is doing a kind of Jordan is, is not looking for a lowercase T truth. Yes. He's looking for a capital T truth in, essence, in representing yes, the yes, voice yes, yes, of yes, Tim Burton. Yes. And I think like at the end of the day, if you had, let's say, X-ray eyes and you could see into Tim Burton's soul, what yes. would you see? <laughs> oh, I love tiny. Eyes. Well,
0: sometimes I have
1: I have a dream where,
0: where a borrower a borrower runs through the bedroom while we're sleeping and his hat falls off and lands on Helen's. His head and I just I have to change the sheets the next morning. Just the idea of a borrower's hat on a human Han head. And
1: I dreamed about Willem Dafoe last night
0: <laughs> crushing shrimp with his hands. Each of the shrimp was wearing a little hat. You were <laughs>
4: Now I'm this character. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Edwin? I, I, yeah, that's Edwin. Yeah, yeah. I love to laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um also loves bit little hats, but still yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wa- Hold on. I wonder what it sound- would sound like if
2: they met. <laughs> anyway, let's go to break. I'll think about that. <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll come back.
1: Matt, find some an audio describe
2: of the f- what it was like of the famous Timber Nedwin summit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, Buddy Hackett's there
3: too!
2: The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo Four, Final Fantasy Sixteen, Street Fighter Six, Baldur's
3: Gate Three, Starfield, Spider-Man Two, Master
2: Detective Archives, Code for Nintendo Switch. No, is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge time for video games.
3: You need somebody to tell you what's good, what's not so good, and what's amazing. I'm Jason Schreier.
2: I'm Maddie Myers.
3: And I'm Kirk Hamilton. We're the hosts of Triple Click. A video game podcast for anyone who likes games.
2: Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Bye. La, la. It's Jordan Jesse go. I'm Jesse Thorn, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Elliot Kalen, terrible lizard. Both because I love
4: dinosaurs and I'm not good at being a lizard.
1: Elliot, I've <laughs> too been warm, too warm-blooded. Exactly, your and blood's too warm. To, I'm like trying, lying in the sun for a while and I'm like, ooh, too hot. Don't right. like this.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Elliot, I have been enjoying it on the flop house. Thank you. In in typical, well, I don't want. Uh, is there a butt in that this? you've been talking?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I finally, Jesus Christ, let Dan talk for once. <laughs> Uh, we need his lively. <laughs> uh, I, here's, okay. I have been enjoying, because typically on the Flophouse, it is a constant churn of the latest and greatest of the not great. Uh, whether it's failed films or bad films. Uh, those are the main categories of Flophouse mm-hmm. films. Very well
4: said. Uh, you, you described it so succinctly when my co-host Dan McCoy, the longer we do the show, the longer he struggles each episode to define what the show is and what we do on it. Yeah. yeah.
1: He uh, – you know, you, you'll, you'll cover the latest movies that are the, the newest Netflix originals starring Will Smith. Uh, because of the strike, you guys have chosen, I think, sensibly, I mean, you uh, and Dan are both WGA members. Mm-hmm, Proudly. Um, you've chosen to not promote new films, which I think makes a ton of sense. And so I get to hear you guys summarize The Net, which I had never seen before. <laughs> oh, I never saw The Net. You're missing out. You're missing out. It's a very
4: fun, dumb movie.
1: I li- I was glad to hear you, like, a big part of the discussion of the movie The Net. hmm was just uh, not to th- be confused with the
4: movie Unet, yeah, written by Sparks, which exactly. is which is a recent movie and we will not be promoting it. Yeah. Uh, Cuz Leo Carricks I guess is a major AMPTP member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it.
1: Uh the <laughs> is that the original peaches the three hosts mm-hmm. of the flop house just had a nice sort of side conversation about uh, how winning Sandra Bullock is. <laughs> and you're like, it's true. She yeah. is. It's her secret power. Yeah. It's not a secret. We all know it. Well, but.
4: there's something about, so there, there are actors and stars. I'm going to say stars specifically. Sure. That you start to take for granted and you like don't bother with them anymore. And you forget, and they still make movies that are successful and like you still think of them as a star, but you don't really care anymore. And you occasionally you can go back and rewatch the original stuff and you're like, Oh yeah, like that's why this person became a star. Like I'm re I'm I'm remembering what it was like when Sandy Bullock I call her Sandy because we're not friends at all. Right. But I
1: Jordan's pretty close with her yeah, because Jordan's in I, all I, About I, Steve. I
4: will say, yes, as a man who <clears throat> has uh,
2: five lines in all about I a, a flophouse oh, movie, right? right? You guys right. have reviewed it, was it on one the flop
4: I think two movies you were in that we reviewed on the flop house, right? Uh, oh, no, that was somebody else. I'm i don't sorry. know that I've been in a movie. No, there was somebody else who was in two movies. That oh, no, I, was I, right. I was in Morbius. I was in Morbius. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I forgot you played Morbius. That's right. <laughs> the living vampire. Yeah, the, uh, actually, only the one. But the, the, uh, the that, like, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, now I remember what it was like when I saw Speed in the theaters. Yeah. And I was like, who is this? She's, like, super charismatic, like, super, like, charming, and even in the net, a movie that is su- very dumb and that doesn't give her much to do, she's still got such a, like, um yeah, there's just something about her that's very like that draws you in. Is very engaging, and you're like, "Oh, this is." Fa-. It's like when you re- I'm never been a big like Julia Roberts fan, but I have to imagine that like you watch a movie like oh, what's the one she just did with George Clooney that we did on the Flop House where they they don't want their daughter to get married. They're on an island somewhere. It's sure. it's really dumb. If you went vacation from- slip. Something like that. It's yeah. called
1: sixty and horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: something with paradise in it. I don't know, but it, right. uh, exit to Eden. That's what Anyway, right. so and the, the, <laughs> that you sure. that you uh, if you went back after that and watched Pretty Woman, you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh yeah, now I, I get it again. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, what I was going to mention—we we we, jo- we joke about calling her Sandy, but mm-hmm. the the you know the day that I worked with her, she did come up and introduce herself, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Sandy. It's great to work with you."
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, it was she was gracious just saying, and lovely. Hi, I'm Sandy. Do you have like a towel that I can use to wipe the sand off?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were at the beach, and that little shower had broke. So yeah, yeah. God, I. Here, I for years I've been thinking that she just like considered me a
4: colleague and no, wanted to be no, on I'm casual so terms. with She me, thought but. you were a set PA that could handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me off, boy. <laughs> what were? Do you remember any of your lines from All About Steve? Um, this glue is
2: making me high. Okay. What was your character named in All About Steve? My character's name is Pro- a protester, Winston.
1: Is Winston here with us now? <laughs> no, he died. <laughs> he died. He died. He died. Passed away. He di- uh, yeah. Was it? What were the circumstances? Odeed yeah. fentanyl. Yeah. yeah that wow, of, he fentanyl. Yeah. That is really dark.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much darker. No, than No, it's I a huge <laughs> problem. And yeah, it would be really funny if he would come out and, <laughs> and yeah, but he say can't. some of his famous lines. And It would have yeah. been no, a fun way can't. to like end the show. But no, he died of fentanyl. All a, a, you know, a problem wow. that you know, continues well, let in this me, nation let me ask you this
4: is yeah. Tim Burton here
1: <sighs> he died oh <laughs> no. no holy oh, no! God. that's terrible it's what so were sad. the what were the circumstances choked on a little hat
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god well he did it the <laughs> so way he, he wanted to go so <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to suck it out his own his... terms <laughs>
0: <laughs> I died as I lived, just suck it on a little hat
4: <laughs>
3: I regret nothing <laughs> and he chokes it up on the hat
0: yeah <laughs>
4: Uh, so yeah. so do you remember, the, so you're the, so the, this glue is making me high. Mm-hmm. Was the, so it's literally like when Kramer had one line in a Woody Allen movie in Seinfeld. Where It was these pretzels are making me thirsty.
2: <laughs> it is kind of like that,
4: <laughs> but punched up. But punch <laughs> up yeah.
2: Um, yeah, they let me they let me improvise, and some of the improvs made it into the movie. Oh, cool. Yeah,
1: is that how you got a WGA card?
2: Uh, it was. Yeah, I was Taft Hartleyed in for that movie. Oh, okay. Right. So
1: yeah, you know.
2: And, uh, thanks to William led, Howard Taft and Nina Hartley
4: and for the, passing that the, law through yeah, yeah man the porno they made is hot <laughs>
0: yeah, so you, you'll and, be surprised at who gets stuck in a bathtub okay. in that one <laughs>
4: a, great, a great union
2: porno <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah and it this, led all to, the union logos come up afterwards yeah, right job. yes
2: no animals were harmed in <laughs> the making of this porno <laughs>
0: um,
2: yes and it led to that you was the that start re- you know that movie's called Unite
1: Here <laughs> The start of an unsuccessful acting career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all right. No, I it's mean, it's fine. I mean, it's not it's over. more yet. successful than most actors. You were in a movie. That's yeah. true.
4: I've never been in a I movie. I still get
1: a little check from it every
4: year. You now got and cut
0: there. out of <laughs> di-
1: <that laughs> <other laughs> it. Really? And Tim Burton goes, if only
0: this was a little hat instead of a little check. <laughs> can't what, check off to this. <laughs> what about
1: that movie where you were a bartender that didn't come out for like three years, but then it did? Oh, yeah, sure. That guy. Uh, huh. What movie was
2: that? That was, gosh, what is that called? You're Not You. It is a, it's a confusing it's title, like Elizabeth Banks or
1: something like that.
2: It is oh gosh, Hillary Swank. Okay, I think in the movie she has ASL. I have actually never seen it. Um, I should watch it. heir to the
4: Swank porno magazine fortune.
2: Uh, and the director of that went on to direct uh, Chadwick Boseman's last movie. Oh, oh. anyway, so.
1: There you go. That's incredible. Do you think he did that because of the inspiration he got from working with you in that movie that you can't remember the name of? Oh, almost certainly not. Now this, now this <laughs> is be There's a ta- no fucking
4: way that happened, Jesse. <laughs> this is going to be a tasteless joke. Is yeah. Chadwick Boseman here with us today? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> he passed away tragically. Oh, it was so sad. Yeah. Yeah. He was great. It
1: was really awful. It was such, a,
4: it was such a, a bad self-own on the Academy Awards. He was, year, killed,
1: he year, was killed by a train derailment. And it was a circus train. <laughs> oh, Clowns wow. were everywhere. Oh, yeah.
4: Animals were. It was the year he was he was posthumously nominated for a best actor, and they saved that to be the last award in the night, thinking he was going to win. It would be a huge moment for the awards. So they did best actor, I think, after best picture that year. And then Anthony Hopkins won for The Father, and it ended on it. And he wasn't there, and it was a huge anticlimax. And there, you could tell that they were like, oh, we kind of thought Chadwick Boseman was going to win. It's going to be really. Really exciting. The only and mistake emotional. the Oscars ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> and every, impeccable. Impeccable, and everyone has agreed with everything they've done except that. Yeah, Snow White singing with Rob Lowe. On the on stage, just just beautiful. Have you ever seen that one from the eighty, whatever eighty nine or something? No, probably Rob hasn't well. Snow White from the movie Snow White from the Disney film Snow White, like bed knobs and broomstick style. No, no, it's a, but it's a live action actress playing Snow White. Oh, and okay. This was the year. What when, size is
1: her hat? <laughs> <I laughs> describe it. Unfortunately, no hat. Hello, left. I'm
2: back from hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard you were going to describe Snow White's hat. <laughs>
4: He's calling up a sex chat line. Like, Do you have what any sentinel?
0: We- what, we- what are you wearing? Nothing. Not even a hat. No, thank you. Hang <laughs> click. up. Click. <laughs> and they're still charging me $3.99. I didn't even use the whole minute.
4: <laughs>
0: Outrageous.
1: Wait, why was Rob
4: Lowe dancing with Snow White? Because Snow White was, was, li- it was living a movie Hollywood dream.
1: Can I ask a question? And they were
4: doing a, they was doing a parody of uh, Proud Mary.
1: Of Proud Mary, the, the Credence Clearwater revival song?
4: Yes, that became a Tina Turner
1: song, right? Yeah. Were they doing the Tina Turner-style version of it? I don't think which so. Which one of them was Tina and which one was Ike? They were just singing. <laughs> mean, I, <laughs> this they is poor taste for many t- reasons. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is bad can, across the board. Can Look,
2: I,
4: I ask I, a question I, I about, remember, Yeah, I have to say, I do remember less about this thing that happened within my lifetime than I remember about Zazu Pitts, someone who I think died before I was born. So.
1: Elliot, can I ask you one question about... Uh, Snow White. Sure. Is she over eighteen?
4: Well, I don't I wanna know why you're asking me that question. Oh, because of Rob Lowe. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Well yeah. they, there's there's no romance between the two of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can shoot it down. Okay. I was worried you were setting up one of those internet clocks that was a countdown to when Snow White turns eighteen, <sighs> like perverts used to yuck. do for like Natalie Portman and things like that. Is Gross. your
1: is your idea that at some point we should finish the show? Because I say no. I nope. Think we should. Never, oh no, let's never. keep going.
4: No, this is a, this is the halfway mark, never. gentlemen. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, this is that moment in a stand up show where they go, "All right, folks, we've had four great comics. We're halfway through," and you're like, "Oh, oh damn wait, it. what? How many <laughs> damn it!
1: God, why did I move to Los Angeles?" You say to yourself. <laughs>
2: Um, so many drop ins. I could just be
0: <laughs> sure. Sure, it was great when when and when when the Dice Man did that fifty minute impromptu drop in. But sure, still. yeah,
1: you're like I could be in Boise right now getting forty five solid minutes of Jimmy Pardo and then going and then home. That's <laughs> it. Oh. Um, we got to drop in tonight. Chris Fairbanks is gonna <laughs> do the last half of the podcast. Oh, that would be great. That would be fun.
2: Um, you know what? If Fairbanks needs to bump me,
1: I'll, I'll go. Sure, home. yeah, it's fine.
4: Um, that's very cool of you. Um I'm only familiar so, with Douglas Fairbanks and other silent Hollywood stars whose names are Fairbanks. Sure. Amazing. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. of course. Amazing. Also great in sound movies. Mm-hmm. Great in Prisoner of Zenda. So
2: here's my idea. Yes. Uh, so for the for the for the Max Fun Drive every year, sometimes we do special you know special episodes. Jesse, you and I did uh, Stash Rules Everything Around Me, the Burt <laughs> Reynolds rewatch podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot, which you and fun. John Hodgman,
4: do uh, you've done a couple of these so far. We did I which was we watched all of the show I Claudius mm-hmm. and did episode by episode recaps, and then we did a show called Be Potting You, which was a mini series where we covered uh, some of the important episodes of The Prisoner. Uh, another British miniseries.
2: Um, I've never seen a Zazu Pitts movie, despite, you know, using her name as a comedy poll all these years. Mm-hmm. What if we reach our Max Fun Drive goal? That, I don't know, it's it's down the street. Yeah. But if it happens, we'll all... Uh, have you seen a Zazu Pitts movie, Jesse?
1: I mean, of course I've seen what was the one that you said was their famous one that cinephiles like. Oh, Greed? Oh, of course I've yeah. seen well, Greed.
4: <laughs> but which cut? That's the thing. Did you see the restoration mm. or did you see the studio
1: cut? I saw the one with the pictures that they that the kids drew of what they thought should happen <laughs> that you said.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Make-A-Wish edition of, <laughs> yeah. of Greed, yeah. Uh,
2: we'll all watch a Zazu Pitts movie. The the podcast will be
1: called It's the Pits. Wait, hold on. I mean, I hold love on. it, yeah. Uh, wait, no, Elliot. Can you ask me again which uh, which version? I mean, I've seen Greed. Which version of Greed did you see? IMAX 3D. <laughs> yes. I saw the 4D
2: where your seat shakes and they're throwing greed at your face the whole time. Why are they spraying water at me? <laughs> well, there's a little water
1: sprayer on the seat. They kind of got to use it. it. The
4: climax of the movie takes place in Death Valley. They're yeah. dying of thirst. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, we know
1: that about Greed. You don't need to explain it no, to I us shouldn't or the audience. It,
4: yeah, sure. uh, Elliot, <laughs> the, I was going on on about Frank Norris earlier. They were like, we know we know. We're familiar with this unfinished trilogy of no- novels, The Story of the Wheat. <laughs> uh, you
2: and the other Flophouse guys are all hilarious. Oh, you thank all you. all are great uh, watchers and talkers and thinkers about movies. It's such a lovely podcast and everyone should watch it. I mean, listen to it. It's so funny, but Wait, you know what? You can't watch it if you're a fan that's of the flop. That's true, owls, yeah. Flop TV. Is that was not inaction. a mistake that I made.
4: No, that was a, that was an excellent, excellent not segue a, to a plug. Fake fault, fake faux, mm-hmm. yes, uh, faux, fo, fake, faux fake. Foul. It was a faux fake. It was a faux fake. <laughs> because that's right, Flop TV. I'd love to promote it. It is a monthly live streaming. Uh, kind of TV version of the Flophouse podcast. It is roughly an hour long. It's actually more of like a TV show in some ways. If you've been to one of our live shows, you know that we do PowerPoint presentations. We talk about the movie and then we take questions from the audience. Here's kind of like a streamlined version of that. There's one presentation and we're each going to take turns doing presentations. Then we do a summary of a classic what flop.
1: What?
4: <laughs> and then we take Q&As from the audience Ooh. chat box. We d- So I'll just tell you real quick. Wait, so-
1: but what was the one that Stu did that was about the Fast and the Furious cars? Oh, that was a presentation he did when we
4: before a show we did in Boston. Oh no, that no, that was uh, yeah, where it was like he, he was, he's he's going to tell you like about each of the. Oh, and no, I think he might have did it again another time. Where he's going to tell you about each of the characters based on the cars. but He really doesn't know much about cars, <laughs> and yeah. and the presentation turns his his mind starts going, and he has a kind of a breakdown. And at one point, he sees that the word b- race car is the same forwards
0: and backwards, <laughs> and it's more than he can handle. He can't comprehend it. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. That was one
1: of the funniest fucking things. I was like, look at look at Stu over here. His two co-hosts, literally their job for like a decade each was essentially writing comic PowerPoint presentations for Jon Stewart. And uh, fucking Stu just blew your asses um, out of the water. Stewart,
4: he's he's the funniest out of, he, he does one that I love called uh, Top Turts, where it's just him talking about the best turtles, <laughs> like the top five. And, of course, number one is Matamata. It's the best turtle. But anyway, Flop TV, there's one presentation. We talk about a classic flop, uh, and then we uh, – Take some Q&As from the audience members. Our last – our August episode, we're doing it once a month for six months in a row. August episode, Beastmaster 2 through the portal of time was mm. super fun. September 9th is our next one at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern, and that's Cool World. We're going to be talking about Cool World. Oh, wow. The, uh, maybe the – it's like they're like, what if Roger Rabbit was sexier and not good? Yeah. and. <laughs> Uh, some other ones we got coming up in October. We're doing a double feature, Hot Dog the movie and Hamburger the motion picture. Uh, in November, <laughs> Those aren't
1: real movies. They are
4: real indeed. We're going to find out what they're about because I don't know. I've never seen them. I think a skiing movie. Well, Hot Dog hot is, a is a skiing movie. Skiing it's more movie. about hot dog like the stunts. Right. But Hamburger I don't know.
1: Jordan, I don't know if you agree with me. I've seen a several Flophouse live shows. I'm always like borderline upset that when they do the Q&A, They'll get asked a question like, who's your favorite actor who's Austrian? And, like, what would you say are your favorite movies of his? And then all three of these fuckers have an answer. <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. for that, it would be, I mean, all of us would probably say Christoph Waltz, but still. Oh, you yeah, know. <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, like, I think, like, think that, you know, the Flophouse audience has... And it has... would be the
1: movie that he made for Quibi that he came on Bullseye <laughs> yeah. to promote.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah.
1: Um,
2: the, you know, the Flophouse audience has... Probably some 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 folks in the audience who are maybe getting up there to that microphone to maybe show off a little bit. Oh, for sure. maybe yeah. this is more of a comment, not quite a question. And then you know it's an excuse to try and impress you guys. Yeah, so we we'll become best friends with the yeah. bomb, and uh, yeah,
4: you guys knock it out of the park every time. Oh, Very thanks. impressive. You guys know your moves. I appreciate it. That's uh, what I call movies. I appreciate it. This uh, the uh, I'll just want to tell you the rest of the schedule real quick. Oh please, yes. November over the top, maybe the greatest sports movie oh, yeah. ever made. December ballistic X versus Sever. We've none of us have seen it. We got to find out who X and Sever are and why they're ballistic. Yeah. And in uh, January, <laughs> they're ballistic because somebody
1: used their favorite coffee mug. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and. Uh, yeah! And the, the final episode of the season, January 6th, of course, in commemoration of the almost overthrow of democracy, mm-hmm. we'll be talking about Nuki, the second worst movie I've ever seen, the uh, German-South African E.T. Uh, ripoff wow. co-production. Wow, Nuki. Which is, <laughs> What's the first worst movie you've ever seen? It's called Slow Bullet. It is a movie about a Vietnam vet having trouble readjusting to regular life that was produced by a Florida video store. Oh, my. <laughs> and it is... Oh, there's there's scenes set in Vietnam that were clearly shot in a park and you can hear the cars in the background <laughs> that are just behind the camera that are just driving by. Anyway, uh, so here's the thing. If you go to theflophouse.simpleticks.com, you can buy either individual tickets for any of those shows or a season pass. That is a little bit of a discount. You get all the episodes and the recordings for the past episodes will remain up through the entire run of the show, so if you miss an episode, you can watch the recording. If you it's, don't think I shouldn't buy the season pass now because I missed some of the episodes, you can you can watch the recordings. Find the It'll be very great. The fun. Pass. And so that's the except for uh, September where it's we're avoiding Labor Day, so it's the second Saturday. Otherwise, it's the first Saturday of each month. We're doing them live, but then the video's up. So if you can't see the show live, just watch the video. So that's the flophouse.simpleticks.com for Flop TV. It's been super fun. I'm very and the reaction from the audience has been great and I think it's it's if it continues to uh be like this then we'll probably do another season. Dan already was pitching an idea, a very funny idea for the theme for a next season of movies. I'll tell
1: you this. If you're interested in supporting organized labor, you want to support striking r- writers, um this is a great way to do it cuz Elliot and Dan aren't are po- only podcasters now and uh also it's a great way to celebrate Stu, in his struggles with being too handsome to be that big of a nerd. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's and too everybody universally well-liked. <laughs> <laughs> People Tess like him to too much. With, yeah, it's every, very difficult. Everyone likes him because he's a nice guy. He's very charming. He feels a lot of pressure he's to continue kind of to be handsome and easy charming. charm. Yeah. He needs your money to get himself out of that situation. Yeah. it's It's very funny how the tables turned
4: because Dan and I were like, yeah, we're big TV writers. And he's like – I'm a bar owner. I'm struggling through COVID to get this stuff off the ground. And then the su- the tables turn and we're like, we can't work. And he's like, things are fine for bars. You know, <laughs> if anything, people are drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> and we have a, I do want to mention it for uh, this is a scoop because we haven't gotten to announce it on the on an episode yet. Of we're, ice cream? A scoop of ice cream. Here, guys. I hope you like pork ripple. Uh, uh, it's the, it's uh, an ice cream uh, flavor I came oh. up myself. Try the chunks of pork. They're really good when they're <laughs> frozen. Is um, For the LA listeners in the LA audience, Ooh. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, a night with two Flophouse live shows oh at God. Vidiot's oh in uh, Eagle Rock, Los Angeles Hell yeah. on October 19th. So it's not oh. up on their website yet, I think, but hopefully will be soon. And if it's not up on their website still, when this episode's Damn. coming out, I'll... Tell you
1: to cut this part, but me, it should be. Let me so. ask you this. Who had a long meeting with the director of Vidiots, uh before that joint opened, about six months before that joint opened, and was like, hey, you should get the Flophouse guys in here? Some angel. Yeah. Some, some sweet, mm-hmm. sweet angel. Some, some sweet, beautiful sweet angel. Fucking guy who lives a couple of neighborhoods mm-hmm. over him. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Well, the
4: plan right now is uh, to do – we're going to do two shows in one night on October 19th. Uh, we're going to talk about Speed Two and Three Men and a Baby. That's right. It's a night of numbers between one and four, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it should be really fun. We just, we, oh yeah, we just uh, are putting that together right now. Cool. So, oh my god, that's for your for your Los Angeles area Flophouse listeners.
1: Matt Leave is our producer on the program. Do we have any update on uh, Do we have any update on who uh, what's his face is married to? Who Tim Burton is married to? Yeah. No. Not Tim Burton. Neil Gaiman.
3: Neil, Neil Gaiman Neil Gaiman. was asked, uh, are you dating Faruza Balk? And he said, no, we're just old friends. Uh, okay. And then he said, I'm married to the very lovely Amanda Palmer.
4: That's right, Amanda Palmer. Amanda Palmer. Palmer.
2: That's they, the
3: yeah.
1: Balk of oh, music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: they divorced <laughs> last year. Oh, oh that's yeah. too Because
1: of Faruza Balk?
3: Yeah, because of Faruza Balk. Yeah.
1: Which part of this is real and which part isn't?
3: All of that was real. Everything I just said was real. Uh, and I, I only say things that are real. I only do voices that are correct. Yep. Um, <laughs> like our Tim voice. Right, like, like a highly Tim accurate Tim Burton voice. Yes.
1: Yeah. Matt Lieb is our producer on the program. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our uh, producer emeritus. Our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic, uh, Light in the Attic Records. We're going to be in London, England. So yeah. So tell your friends, chumps. Uh, MaximumFun.com. Org slash events is where you can find all the tickets. September ticket 14th, information. it's going to be really fun. Um, you can come out and see me in Dublin, Ireland as well. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun doing Judge John Hodgman and shit. Um, barrister John, no, barristers are lawyers, I guess, right?
4: Yeah, what are judges? It'd be like the like, John
1: Hodgman, them, they call them the judge, <laughs> <Le> ju- <laughs> right. yeah.
4: See, and here in America, we
0: say judge, but in France, it's le judge with cheese. Yeah. and <laughs> You guys are going to have cheese on yourselves? <laughs> That's it, eventually, it's, now it's a wig that looks like cheese. Oh, are we yeah. going to
3: yes and during the outro? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yes and. <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to Jordan, jessico We'll talk to you next time.
0: I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.